Praise God. Bless his wonderful name. Well, if you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 11. We'll begin reading at verse 13 again. That's Luke 11 and 13. And it reads, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? That was the NIV version. Growing up, uh, I remember having many Christmases with, with my family, and I noticed something with my father. My father always gave the best gifts. In fact, his gifts were much better than what we, my brothers and I, what we asked for. It, it was amazing. He always knew how to give the perfect gifts. Now, I didn't know if it was because perhaps he asked God, God, what should I get my children? Or maybe he put himself in our shoes and, and thought, well, if I was their age, what would I like? But he would always give great gifts during Christmas time. Well, I remember uh, when we would open our gifts and he would tell us how to operate it, what have you. And, and we enjoyed the fellowship. We enjoyed just sharing, spending time with him. In fact, I remember my, my mother would say, had said so many times, uh, Sam, now I'm junior. Sam, look, you should have bought you a toy. You're playing with those toys more than the kids. But we enjoyed his presence. We enjoyed the fellowship. And once again, he always gave good gifts. I remember one year, you know, he gave us, uh, brought us a, a, a video game. Uh, I remember another year now I used to li live in the, in the suburbs of Milwaukee. Uh, and we lived by a huge, I mean, a really big hill. And so I remember, uh, he purchased some, some sleds for us and it was the big sleds for, you know, for two people. And, and, uh, he, he played with us. I mean, we, we had such a great time as it relates to fellowshipping with our father. Well, the scripture says, how much more will our heavenly father give us a gift, good gift referring to the Holy Spirit? Spirit to those who ask. Now, we know it's through the Holy Spirit that we uh, have our gifts, our uh, graces to operate in different capacities. We know it's through the working of the Holy Spirit. But there's one point I want to make here. Remember, I talked about my father, how I enjoyed. We enjoyed spending time sharing. Uh, he was a partaker of our gifts, if you will. The word, the scripture tells us that we are to be partakers of the heavenly calling. God wants to be a part of the gifts. When we use our gifts, he wants to be a part of the administration of those gifts or when we operate those gifts. When God gives us gifts, it's not for us to use those gifts on our own accord. He may have given us the gift or the calling to preach, teach, or to sing, or to administrate, but we will yield maximum results when we allow the Holy Spirit an opportunity to lead us and guide us while we're operating in those gifts. I'll say it a better way. When we are led by the Spirit of God, when and how to operate in those gifts, it will always yield a maximum harvest, if you will. Once again, the Lord wants to be a part of the process. 
Remember my dad, how we enjoyed sharing our Christmas presents with him. We enjoyed his time. We enjoyed the time once again. Now, what made this possible? Let's go back to our earthly father. And I kind of already alluded to it. What made Christmas so special is us spending time with our father. We was already a foundation of fellowship. In fact, I remember during the Christmas holidays one year, I don't remember what we received. But the only thing I remember was the fellowship. I remember, uh, now I'm the oldest of, of six children, but uh, I have, it's three of us that we're, we're back to back one year after another we were born. And so I remember one of my brothers, well, we got a, a laundry basket. Now we can make games out of anything. We put it in the corner of the family room. It was probably about 20, 25 feet away. And we took our sister's stuffed dolls and animals, things of that nature. And we would practice shooting hoops, seeing if we could make it the basket. And I mean, my father and my brothers, we, we played that game for hours. I don't remember, once again, what we, the gift that we received. I just remember the fellowship. I just remember the fellowship. So it is with God. Now, do you know the Lord, everything is born out of our fellowship. The giftings, the callings of God. Listen, there's a fellowship. Everything is birthed out of our fellowship. You know, it's through the fellowship because you, if you already have a fellowship with God, listen, you'll know the personality of God, if you will. Because you commune with him all the time when when you're operating by faith in those gifts, even in the beginning stages, you'll know if you're doing this right. You'll know if you're doing this wrong because, you know, him, you fellowship with the father. You fellowship with the father. Everything is birthed out of the fellowship. So going back to my earthly father. So once again, because we already had fellowship with my father, because we already had fellowship. Then when we received our Christmas gifts, it was just a bonus. We already knew our father's personality. We always enjoyed having fun with our father. I reminded of, uh, we're talking about the fellowship. I can tell you some, some other things. I remember my father, he was, my father is a great person. He is a great person. I just love him dearly. I remember uh, even growing up, uh, I belonged to a Pentecostal church and I remember my father, uh, well, well, in the church, you know, we were on church on Friday nights and I remember uh, the, the only time this church really let out early on a consistent basis was Friday night. Now, let me tell you why. Friday nights, the church would get out about 830. And for the Pentecostal church, that's pretty early. Well, you have to understand, if we get out at 830, we will have time to fellowship with each other, with, you know, the other church members. But you also had enough time to go home, get your pizzas or go to the store, get your, your, your chips or whatever. Because we know that Black Belt Theater, now this is, once again, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Black Belt Theater always came on television at 10 o'clock at night. And we wanted to to see what Kung Fu movie that was going to come on. Uh, listen, y'all, we enjoy Kung Fu movies. 
we enjoyed the fellowship eating. And I remember doing the commercials. We would act like we were doing those uh, kung fu moves on the, on my brothers and I, and and even with my dad, is all the sound, all the sounds, everything. And y'all, we just had the greatest time. This was every Friday night. It was a favorite pastime of a lot of the the black uh, fathers and sons during that time. We're talking about like early '80s and and mid '80s. And, uh, and it's funny, we went, when we attended church on Sunday, we, you know, with my friends, we always talk about what happened in the movie, the, the Black Belt Theater. But you all, once again, we had the best of time. Just fellowship was a, re we fellowshiped on a regular basis, referring to my father and my brothers. We just had the best of time. But once again, Christmas time was great, but that was just icing on the cake. We already had a strong fellowship. Once again, so it is with God. God wants to, you to have a fe strong fellowship with him. He wants to have a strong fellowship with him. Now, we kind of talked about briefly how the Lord wants to interact when we operate in our spiritual gifts. We talked about the importance of fellowship. I want to go turn the corner or, or kind of talk about a different aspect, if you will. Let's go to Matthew 7 and 11. Matthew 7 and 11, it's very uh, similar to Luke 11 and 3, just a, just a word or two is different. It says, if you then, though you are evil, once again, I'm reading out the NIV version, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Do you know God wants to give you and I great tangible gifts? physical gifts, things you can touch. He wants to bless us. The father wants to bless us. The word of God says how he'll give you the desires of your heart if you delight yourself in him. But do you know that those desires that you have that God, those are God given desires. God has given you those desires. It was born. It was birthed out of God, out of the heart of God. And it's when, listen, when the manifestation of the thing that you desire that was birthed from God, when it manifests itself, it's just an expression of God's love towards us. Yes, we're excited. We're elated. Uh, words can I express how happy we are when, when God blesses us with the desires of our heart. But you know, God gets more pleasure because that desire that you're enjoying, it was birthed out of him. It was birthed. From him. The word of God says he get pleasures from the prosperity of his people. It brings him pleasure when we prosper. Why? Because it's his doing. It was all birth out of him. Now, some of you all may question. Oh, I don't know about the brother pastor. I know my, my, my uh, desires are for my desires. Well, let me tell you, I'm talking about godly desires. Now, well, let's look at this from perspective. Jesus said while he was here on the earth. That he's going to a way to prepare a place for us. Specifically mansions. He's preparing mansions for us. Well, let me ask you this question. Have you gone to heaven and said, now, Jesus, I want you to make this, this type of house for me or this, this, this type of mansion for me? I don't think so. God already knows your desires. He knows the type of house. He knows your style. In fact, let me tell you something. He'll, if you don't have a style, he'll tell you what you like. 
He will tell you, listen, those desires, the style that you have as it relates, as it relates to a home, it came from God. He'll give you the desires of your heart. But one thing I love about God, listen, although he's given you that desire, that specific type style home, do you know that God operate, operates on a much higher level? You can't even imagine or think on the level of, of the style in which God has given you on the, on, the, on the level that he's operating. In other words, it's going to blow your mind when you get to heaven. When I get to heaven, we're going to be wild. Now, think about this for a moment. We have seen pictures or perhaps videos of homes that we really liked. And we said, wow, our minds were, were blown away. But can you imagine the gift that God is going to give you when you get to heaven in the, in the form of a mansion? It's going to really blow your mind. Let's, once again, we can't fathom the goodness of God, the love of God as it relates to his ideas or I'll say it like this. His desires is multiplied exponentially as it relates to your style. God already has you in mind. He knows exactly what you like. Can I share something with you? If you believe God, the scripture says, if you ask, he'll give you. Listen, how much more will the heavenly father give you a good gift if you ask him? If you ask and believe God, you know, he'll give you a mansion here on the earth. That's to your liking, to your taste that will wow you right here on the earth. God will do it. Now, if he's building a mansion in heaven, don't you know he's doing the same thing for you? He can do the same thing for you on the earth, rather. But it's up to you to believe and ask for it. The Lord God knows how to give good gifts. He is our heavenly father. You know, sometimes the enemy will try to discourage us. And, and, and you know, if you're not careful, the enemy will try to convince you that God doesn't care about you or you have to do this on your own. You have to you have to work. No, no. Let me tell you something. Your responsibility is to work on the assignment which God has given you. The Lord knows how to bring those things to pass. He knows how to give you the desires of your heart. Remember those desires that you have, the style and different things. It was birthed out of God. It was birthed out of the mind and the heart of God. He just shared it with you. It is his good pleasure, his desire to bless you with those desires. Or I'll say it this way, for those desires to come to pass, to manifest in your life. You know, going back to my earthly father, and I told you about, listen, my earthly father, he knew how to give the perfect gift on Christmas time. But, you know, a heavenly father, he's not limited to one day out of the year. God will give us dreams and visions of what he wants to bless us with. He will give us, he will show us what he wants us to have. And typically that will blow our minds, but he'll show you what he wants you to have. Now, we may not know when it's going to manifest. We may not know how it's going to manifest. But if we continue to walk in the assignment, the calling of God, it will come to pass. Why? Because our Heavenly Father knows how to give good gifts to his children. If you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more 
does the heavenly father desire to give greater gifts to you? Now, once again, God will give us dreams and visions of what he awfully want us to have. Let me give you an example of this. I remember, uh, in fact, it was June 26, 2020. There was something major in our ministry that that God presented before me. And I said, yes, God, I'll do it. And it was a major step of faith. And when I said yes to God, it's amazing. I went to sleep that night and God gave me this three part dream, which really just encouraged me saying, Sam, this is the right. This is the right road for you. This is exactly what I want you to do. This is exactly what I called you to do. Well, in the three part dream, the third part was a blessing to me. Well, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you all. I, I understood somewhat of the dream, but I thought it was more figuratively, you know, things like that. It wasn't literal. Well, I'm here to tell you all this past weekend, that third part of the dream became a reality. I was so surprised. In fact, it was so specific in the dream. God told me the specific person the specific blessing and how it was going to be delivered to me. Do you all know this past weekend? It happened exactly the way God showed me in the dream, the person, the blessing and how it was done. You all, I'll be honest with you. I was so shocked that I, I, I was just kind of like, I cannot believe this is happening before my eyes. In fact, I was so, so wild, if you will, uh, for lack of a better word that I told the person, I said, let me tell you something. Do you, you don't know. I said, man, do you know you're a part of a miracle right now? He said, man, what do you mean? He said, well, let me, let, let me read something to you. I, I read this. I, have, I oftentimes I'll write my vision and dreams in a vision and dreams book, a notebook, if you will. And so I remember I, I uh, read it. I could hardly find it because I was just shaking. You know, when God does something, you, you, you know, you you're trying to get your bearings because you, you mean this happened right before your eyes, just like the dream. And so I remember I finally found the page and it was dated June 26. And I read the dream to him and he was wild. He said he just began to praise God because he was part. God used him. To bless me. Now, once again, God told me this a little bit over two years ago. But you are the whole point is this. God knows how to confirm everything that you're doing. God knows. Listen, when you're in the right place at the right time, I love it when God confirms that. And, and, and the thing about once again, he showed me this two years ago. And it so blessed me. Now, let me tell you something. I was so blessed. I was so wild, overtaken by this that I didn't really think about the blessing itself. It took me a few, a few days just to fathom what had just happened. I was like, God, I just kept running over the, the, the scenario over and over the, the, what happened over and over again in my mind. Just I was so wild by what happened that I didn't even think about the blessing. I had to ask God a few days. Okay, God, uh, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> because the the fellowship now I want to make this last point here if you notice God showed me this three-part uh, dream was was during my sleep I'm gonna say this that's one reason why the enemy wants to interrupt your sleep the enemy knows listen 
When you sleep, it's an opportunity for God to speak to your mind, to show you things to come, to show you what he has for you, to show you the gifts, the calling, the anointing, as well as the tangible physical uh, gifts that's going to bless you. The enemy, that's one reason why the enemy always wants to, you to stay up. The enemy does not like it when you sleep. Because it's an opportunity for God to fellowship with you. When you walk with God, when you sleep, once again, it's just an opportunity for God to fellowship with you. Don't you love this about God? God's not limited to you while you're in your conscious state. But while you sleep, he can still communicate, give you directions, give you insights in your sleep. And sometimes while you're turning, tossing, turning in between dreams or what have you, he'll speak to your mind on what to do. You all, we serve an awesome God. We serve a heavenly father who loves to give us gifts to serve people as well as for him to bless us. God loves you. Listen, and he's not limited to you while you're in your conscious state of being. He can bless you and show you things in your sleep, in your sweet sleep. The word of God says he gives his beloved sweet sleep. You all, I pray that God gives you sweet sleep on a continuous basis and that God may continue to fellowship with you even while you are asleep. It is God's desire to give you good gifts, not only uh, uh, gifts a physical, tangible gift that's going to be a blessing to you and others, but also those spiritual gifts that's going to be that God wants to partner with you to be a blessing to others. You all, our Heavenly Father gives good gifts. Amen. Give God a hand clap of praise.